father seemed a long time ago. Everything seemed a long time ago. He was back in harness and glad for it, because all other elements of his life sucked. Stop the bullshit. This is your life. Like the NSA cleanse on the flash drive, he shed these thoughts and closed his eyes. Despite his rest on the plane, he needed sleep. He would not be getting any later tonight. He rose in the early evening and checked the sky. Still cloudy, but no more rain. Since this was London, that could change at any moment. He ate at a nearby pub and walked the pavements. His swift gait carried him past many buildings and hundreds of people walking along in what he knew was a blissful ignorance of another possible attack on London. Then again, full knowledge might have started a panic, and they couldn't have that, could they? Londoners had endured several recent terrorist attacks. Evil driving in cars had smashed into innocent pedestrians on both Westminster and London bridges. Yet with enviable courage and calm, the town's citizenry were carrying on with their lives. But something else was up now, and it had to be dealt with. So they had sent Will Roby. He returned to his row house, made some calls on a secure line that bounced off one particular bird in the sky, and was told that everything was a go for the moment. As with the weather, he knew that could always change. Later, Big Ben chimed midnight. It was a soothing, familiar melody to most Brits. To Roby, it was like the sound of a time card being punched. He donned a customized, lightweight, black one-piece waterproof motorcycle suit and left by the back door. He opened the locked door of a garage in the mews and climbed astride the black Ducati X Diavel parked there and key-started it. The bike's tires gripped the asphalt firmly and threw up rainwater as he flashed through nearly empty streets. A bit later, his destination was up ahead. Well, it was the first of his destinations tonight. He thundered into an alley and quickly slowed. He cut the power to the bike, hopped off, and used a tool hidden behind a dustbin to lift the manhole cover located there. This was destination number one. He used the metal rungs to clamber down about a hundred feet. He kept his helmet on for one reason only. He hit a switch at the back of the headpiece, and his helmet became the latest generation panoramic night vision optics the same platform used by American combat pilots. It enhanced the visuals in the darkened utility tunnel to such a degree that it was almost like he was on the surface of the sun, minus the heat. He looked at his watch. He was one minute ahead of schedule. He slowed his pace. Early in his line of work was never a good thing. He was 41 years old, 6'1", a buck 80, and physically ripped because his job required it. His face was lean and weathered, and his eyes deep-set and alert. His hair was always cut short because he had no time to bother with it. He had old wounds and scars over his torso and limbs. Each told a story of near-fatal results he would rather forget. As he walked along, he moved his right arm in a slow circular motion. All surgically repaired, scar tissue removed, tendons and ligaments all tidied up, as the Brits would say. It was 99% of what it used to be, the docs had assured him. That was really good. But really good rarely cut it in Roby's world. They rebuilt me, but am I as good as I was? 
or am I a slightly lesser version? He would find out tonight if the missing 1% made the key difference between his walking away from this or remaining behind as a corpse. Destination number two was just up ahead. If the Ducati had gotten him to destination number one, what was coming up would get him back, alive. He used a key to unlock a door set in the wall of the tunnel he was in. Inside the small storage room revealed behind the door, he gunned up and put on his protective gear, which included the newest generation of personal armor. His main arsenal consisted of an H&K UMP chambered in 45 ACP with a 30-round box mag. He checked all working parts of the weapon and slung it over his shoulder. He slipped two extra mags into long pockets on his one piece, designed for just this purpose. He figured if he couldn't do the job with 90 rounds, he didn't deserve to come back.